Accessible Art History, the podcast, Season 11. As mentioned in the trailer, this season will focus solely on women artists. Too often, they've been relegated to the sidelines of art and history. So, I want to feature them and teach you about how they overcame adversity to change the world around them. All images and sources will be in the associated blog post linked in the description details. Make sure to follow at accessible.art.history on Instagram for all updates. So, without further ado, let's get started. This week's artist was a dominant force in the Mannerist period in Europe. Not only was she believed to be the first female career artist in the West, but she could possibly be the first woman to paint the female nude from real life. Her name is Lavinia Fontana, and she created success for herself despite the odds constraining her due to her gender. So to learn more about her amazing story, keep on listening. In order to understand Fontana's artistic career, it's important that we first understand her life. She was born in the summer of 1552 in Bologna, Italy. Her baptism is recorded on August 24th, which helps historians to narrow down her birth date. Her parents were artist Prospero Fontana and his wife Antonio di Bondais. It was quite lucky for Lavinia to have been born in Bologna because the city did have a history of supporting female artists. Lavinia Fontana's first teacher was her father, Prospero. Some art historians speculate that financial difficulties forced him to teach her the craft to help bring in money to support the family. Regardless, it became clear that Lavinia was immensely talented and her name began to circulate amongst the wealthy circles of Bologna. In June 1577, she married Gian Paolo Zappi. He was a fellow artist that she met through her father's studio. According to her records, she did not have a dowry, but instead, Lavinia brought with her the promise of the money that she could earn through her art. In addition, contemporary records and her self-portrait tell us that she was very beautiful. Together, the couple would have 11 children, though only three would outlive them, Flaminio, Orazio, and Prospero. Unusually for the time, Lavinia was the breadwinner for the family. She worked hard in her studio while her husband stayed home and took care of the children, though on occasion he did help her out with her art and he did serve as her agent. This relationship was quite unique for the mid-16th century, and it speaks to the level of talent that Lavinia possessed. Clearly, Zappi saw something special, and he knew it was the best way for them to support their family. Speaking of careers, Lavinia Fontana's earliest known work is called Child of the Monkey and was painted when she was 23 years old in 1575. Sadly, this piece has been lost to history. Before this, she had started to gain fame in the area for her decorative works, mainly painting on small copper items. Because of their size, these items could be bought and gifted to friends and family, spreading her work even further. By the 1580s, Lavinia's work, especially her portraiture, were in high demand in the city. She was especially beloved by the woman of Bologna, often forming close friendships and bonds. In fact, a few of her children were named after her patrons. According to records, Lavinia was well paid for her work and she found a high level of success. Also in this decade, Fontana attended classes at the famed University of Bologna and she was awarded a doctorate. Again, this was highly unusual for the period. This fact shows how well respected she was in her home city. Next, I'm going to continue our discussion of Lavinia's career. But first, let's take a quick break. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. (music) 
let's dive into the latter part of Lavinia's career. 1603, Pope Clement VIII invited Fontana and her family to move to Rome. She was a huge owner and spoke of her fame and talent. Once they arrived and were settled, Lavinia was appointed as the portraitist in the ordinary at the Vatican. Again, a high honor, especially for a woman. 1611, a bronze medal, which I've linked in the blog post, was struck in her honor by renowned sculptor and metalworker Felici Antonio Cassone. The opposite side of her portrait features Pitura, the allegorical figure representing painting. She shows us that Lavinia Fontana had truly made her space in Manus, Rome, and found success in the Eternal City. Another achievement of her career was Lavinia Fontana's election to the Accademia di San Luca, the Guild of Painters for the City. It was rare for a woman to be elected to the group. They had been officially founded in 1577, but were based on an earlier group called the Campagna di San Luca that was founded in 1478. The papacy was closely aligned with this group, though some may consider it more like control. Regardless, some of the most famous artists in Roman art history served as guild's directors, including, including Domencino, Bernini, Cortana, and Romale. Today, the group is still around under the name Accademia Nazionale di San Luca. Lavinia Vantana died in Rome on August 11, 1614. She is buried in the church of Santa Maria Sopa Minerva. Now that we've examined her career, let's take a look at Lavinia Fontana's painting style. According to records, there are over 100 works attributed to her. However, only 32 survived that were for sure created by Fontana. But that still gives us a pretty good number to work with in determining her style. In fact, this is the greatest number of works attributed to a female artist from this period in art history. Lavinia Fontana belongs to the Mannerist period. This is reflected in her work in three ways. Firstly, and most noticeably, is the use of elongated forms. This can especially be seen in the necks and limbs of her figures. Secondly, Fontana used slightly more chiaroscuro than the Renaissance period, but not quite up to the level of tenebrism that we see in the later Baroque. Finally, Fontana leans to a brighter and more vivid color palette. Another hallmark of her work was an expert rendering of small details like lace and jewels. The details are highly realistic, and it looks like you could just reach out and feel them with your own fingers. This is unsurprising, though, as she did do a lot of portraits. There are some art historians that believe that Lavinia Fontana was the first female artist to paint nudes from life. However, there are some reasons that this might not be true. The most popular theory against this is that if Lavinia had been using live new models, this could have brought a great scandal to her business. Women weren't allowed to do that. She has found out her career would have been ruined. It's possible that she did use live nude models by using members of her family or her own body. Fortunately, no records exist to tell us one way or another. Lavinia Fontana was one of the first women to find commercial success in art. She worked outside of a royal court or a convent, making her own way in the world. In addition, Fontana pursued art, career, education, and family life. This was something unheard of at her time. Overall, she's a remarkable woman who serves as an inspiration to her gender, even into the modern era. Make sure to tune in next week when I talk about another remarkable woman, Artemisa Gentileschi. Thank you for listening to this episode of Accessible Art History, the podcast. New episodes will premiere each Monday, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a rate and review. Make sure you follow Accessible Art History on Instagram at accessible.art.history for all updates and daily art of the day posts. See you next time.